0: Time to hammer. Oh my God, I gotta really oh my God. try hard. Shut it down. Somehow it's the best. After the credits.
1: A Yum Chunks podcast.
0: Yum Chunks!
1: Greetings listeners. Welcome to another episode of After the Credits. I've gathered you here in the parlor. Is one amongst us is a murderer maybe it's ryan hey ryan dun 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 it was me oh well chris you're off the hook then
2: oh that's awkward because i could have sworn it was me
1: <laughs> double oh, well, murder I, I was gonna say i thought i killed someone but well, triple
0: murder
2: <laughs> i definitely killed someone so i don't know who you two killed
1: oh well, we'll deal with it in the sequel um But uh, until then, we'll talk about Knives Out um, on this episode of After the Credits, uh, a movie that I had been looking forward to for a long time, and it finally came out, and then I saw it. Mystery solved. (laughs) Um, But uh, until then, we'll get into that a little bit later, it's been somehow it's been long again since our last episode we keep saying (laughs) we'll like do an episode right away and then it takes three weeks for us to do another episode um so it's been a little while but we've had festivities since then ryan's had a birthday (gasps) we ate turkey so many things have happened so many things
2: i got another dog
1: oh yeah chris got another dog how the world has changed well yeah anyone want to jump in on some chunk fire stories
2: uh sure let's 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 uh let's let's get into it but keep it brief let's see um hmm, hmm. got a dog i said that damn i already said that um no um have you so obviously we're all big fans of uh tim and eric right yeah do you guys do either of you watch the on cinema at the cinema youtube series that he does with uh greg uh, that Tim does with Greg Turkington
0: I, Occasionally I'll watch it yeah So I've yeah. I've
2: really got into Into that uh, oh, I, I really I, f- I watched it when it first started I fell off and then I came back To it this year after I found out that they made A movie based in that universe And I started looking up all the Craziness that's been going on And they've just been quietly Over the years been crafting this Story uh, Where Tim is just this terrible human being that has all these like Ponzi schemes and everything to get rich quick. Uh, and I've just been watching a lot of that show. I think it just ended its season, this most recent season. Um, yeah, I, I've, I can't. It, it's odd, but I can't recommend it enough. They even had an episode where they recorded uh, like a full court trial where Tim was on trial for murder.
0: Wait, are you talking about Mister Mister America?
2: Mister America takes place in that universe. Yes.
0: Oh, okay. I've been watching the trailers for that. Yeah, or I, w- I watched them. I should say
2: it's a it's a a decent part of the most recent season of On Cinema is kind of the fallout of the Mister America movie. It's uh, really okay. it's just it's it's really bizarre that they've slowly crafted this universe. <laughs> out of such a silly thing uh that was originally just meant to make fun of podcasters like us um oh yeah uh so yeah i, I, I definitely recommend checking that out they have very insightful uh reviews on movies like us um <laughs> yep yeah uh i've also i've been playing a lot of death stranding that is my jam uh freaking love that game hope to maybe do a review on it if anybody other than myself ever actually beats it <laughs>
1: uh i i mean i am playing it as well but you're much further than i am i believe um although and, i am also enjoying it. i know ryan you have it i don't know if yeah, you yeah i
0: just got it uh, over the weekend
2: yeah it takes it takes a little getting into uh don't judge it based off its early game it it comes off very simplistic but it's actually very deep uh mechanic wise just there's so much to it a lot going on and then just crazy crazy kojima story i can't think of a game
1: off the top of my head that has more like complex menus
2: (laughs) (laughs) that's That's not really a great
0: selling point (laughs) so many menus I mean the like UX,
2: the UX for sure could have used the, uh, a little, you know, like a second pass. It doesn't seem like it even got a yeah, second. Yeah, I pass. mean maybe the same line, but
1: it's just like one of those things where it's like, okay, I need to access this one thing, but wait, there's three menus, so it's like you know when you're at the next to like a, a hub. Yeah. You know, you can activate the hub. You can open your pause menu to activate your menu in there. Or you could, like, bring up the, like, the, your rest menu. Like, if you rest, there's a whole separate menu inside there. Like, so it's like, wait, what? I need to access it in a very specific place. Where am I going? Uh, that's only one. That's not the actual whole game, but it's just something that stands out to me.
2: It, it it has its problems. I'm not claiming it to be yeah. a perfect game, but I do think the themes that it's going for and the gameplay. I don't want to get too into, into it in case we actually do a review, but everybody should check it out. It's it's quite a, yeah. a quite a Kojima treat. Um, plus, I got myself a little fetus in a jar statue, so that's yeah, that's great. <laughs> Freaking love that thing.
1: <laughs> Where do you have it? Adorning is a part I'm assuming it's part of your Christmas holiday decoration. <laughs>
2: it's on my front door. Uh everybody that walks my, around. And us. it and yes. it lights up. It has a, a lit up base. So at <laughs> night it really has that kind of ambientic fluid look to it. Uh, <laughs> uh nah, it's, it's at work. Um and I get comments about it all the time, people telling me to it away and take it home <laughs>
1: and you don't And it's probably <laughs> fired, But
2: um, yeah i mean those <laughs> those are those are the major things i've been doing um that's what you've been doing
1: <laughs> having a
2: tormenting people with a, a fetus in a jar <laughs> it's great what what about what about you sean what's what's been going on in shunland
1: um well like i said i've also been playing death stranding i also have been playing um another game uh star wars colon jedi colon fallen order um, colon. which i'm enjoying very much it's kind of funny for two major huge triple a studio big budget games they're kind of on complete opposite ends of the spectrum and for anyone who it's like one of those things where it's like if you're in, if you're if you don't know the games at all, like to you, it probably just look like yeah, they look like third part, like what they're just video games. There's a guy on screen moving around. How different can they be? But if you know games, there could not be a more huge disparity between two t- two games than <laughs> Jedi Fallen Order and Death Stranding. Like Jedi Fallen Order is like you know a big blockbuster, fun, easy, not easy, but a you know button mashy kind of. Uncharted, you know, obviously Star Wars, adventure romp with fun, quirky, you know, quips and characters, and Death Stranding's this melodious, like introspective, just like slow, deliberate, like completely different feel of a game. Um, but I love both; they're both great. Um, I'm having a lot of fun with Jedi: Fallen Order. It's like Metroidvania, or it's yeah, it's a little Metroidvania, but it, may, it reminds me of like Metroid Pine meets Uncharted. With, with little flavors of, like, Dark Souls and, and Prince of Persia and a handful of other things. But, um, but uh, it's good times. Um, and what else have I been up to? Um, I've been watching Simpsons on Disney+, Plus. which, <laughs> can I say, If if you told me that there would be a streaming service or, well, I want to know what that means. But if I could just, like, watch <laughs> Simpsons, like, when I was a 12-year-old boy, And I could just watch Simpsons, or even not twelve year old, twenty year old. I don't know.
2: (laughs) A twenty year old boy. Yes.
1: If you actually, if you just told me (laughs) last year as an adult man that I could watch the Simpsons at any episode, any time on a streaming service, um, I would have thought, oh, it's going to be heaven. And it turns out it is uh, (laughs) (laughs) because I didn't start doing it when I first got Disney Plus, but but this last week especially, I've just been i'll just kind of come home put on simpsons and then they're just on that's just in the background of my life now and it's great i can't think of a better backdrop to my boring doing nothing around in my apartment
2: what about futurama what about it i don't know it's great (laughs) Good good background noise
1: i guess i'm just saying all simpsons is on disney plus and that's that's, <laughs> the, that's the impetus for me doing it um i don't think futurama is on disney plus is it i think
2: i think all of futurama is on hulu and yeah. i think all of disenchanted is on netflix so netflix. Grin, well, matt groening has got he's I got fingers everywhere bases covered yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh
1: well yeah that's good times and one small thing with Rise of Skywalker due out, um, my parents were watching all the Star Wars films in order. I'm like, oh, that's a good idea. So I started doing that, too. And I got halfway through Episode 2. And I can't, <laughs> <laughs> you can't go on. I can't nope. go on.
2: <clears throat> Nobody yeah. would want to ask you to, Sean.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, actually... Episode two is a little bit more bearable than Episode one. I always remember hating Episode like Episode two is the worst, but Episode one is much harder to watch. It's just Jake but, Lloyd and the combination <laughs> of Jake Lloyd and Jar Jar Binks is just like. <laughs> but like, just, I
2: feel like Episode one is bad in like a corny, cheesy kind of way. Yeah. It so is, like, true. you can you can kind of be like, oh, it's so I cheesy. Mean, but like, Episode two isn't even cheesy. It's just
1: yeah. Episode bad. two's <laughs> biggest thing is that it's just bad and boring more than anything. And but so it, that's yeah.
0: But at least it's like about the well, it's not really about the Clone Wars, but at least premise-wise, it's more interesting. I mean, Episode One is like yeah. this movie's about a trade dispute. Let's <laughs> yeah. let's start off the new trilogy by yeah, riveting really audiences with a trade dispute,
1: <laughs> because especially something that's become so like part of the pop culture, you know, just zeitgeist of how we discuss something. And going back and actually watching it, and how much you like separating the actuality from the myth of what it's become. Right. But the actuality of their prequels is that bad, and that's real, like the opening crawl. The first paragraph is: "There is a trade dispute." <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> what? Like they proofread that hundreds of times, and they like, yeah, this is the this, this is how good. we want to. I mean, bang know, open this this trilogy. You know
2: the the Clone Wars TV show that was on Cartoon Network that was for yeah. kids. Had a full arc that was just all about banking and the economy. But that was was
1: during season six, and it was actually a really good arc. They somehow (laughs) made it interesting. But that is not how you want to start off this (laughs) prequel to a much-loved action-adventure swashbuckling (laughs) series. Uh, Also, this just came to my attention this recent time when I was watching it. You know how everyone kind of makes fun of the idea when Obi-Wan meets R2 in A New Hope, and he goes, I don't believe I ever own a droid. You know, right? Yeah. That's a real common thing. Like, it, yeah. it doesn't make any sense. You know what actually does? I always chalk that off like, oh, Obi-Wan just being coy. He does recognize R2, but he's playing like he doesn't in front of Luke. Like, you know, retconning in my own head that it somehow kind of makes sense. A little bit of sense and Obi-Wan, a sure. little bit being coy about it. Mm-hmm. But you know what actually doesn't make any sense? And I had not realized this till just my recent watching. is how Owen Lars doesn't recognize C-3PO. He freaking owns C-3PO for years.
0: <laughs> yeah. That is true.
1: It doesn't make any sense. Why would he and he goes to the Jawa Sandcrawler and doesn't recognize like he because Shmi took C three PO with her when she was bought and then married by Lars. And C three PO's been living with him like for years. Well Owen Lars didn't buy Shmi, but Owen's father did. You know what I mean? Like right, C three PO was at his house for years, and then he doesn't recognize him when you know they buy him a new hope. Anyways, that that to me is much yeah. more ridiculous. That's a good point. And anyways, tangent aside, that was what I was up to. Ryan, what about you? How's your um, chunk firing going?
0: Oh, it's going good. Um, uh, um... <laughs> <laughs> well, so perfect. I, yeah, that that that's about sums it up. Uh, okay, in, in terms of what I've been watching, uh, I I watched this uh, the series on Netflix called. Well, it, it wasn't originally a Netflix series. I don't think. Into the Badlands. Are you aware of this series? I am is aware of it. Is the kung fu one? AMC one? Right? Uh, yeah, it's AMC. Thank you. Um, is that the kung it is, fu one? It is. There's martial arts plenty. Um. Uh, but yeah, it's on Netflix. The first three seasons, anyway. I think there's maybe a fourth season now on AMC. Um. But yeah, this uh, you can add this to the catalog of uh non-recommendations by ryan um i cannot recommend against this show enough oh boy uh it's uh, mm, uh, mm. way
1: like it's just <laughs> martial arts and it's like it's, a post-apocalyptic martial arts right Is yeah it,
0: like... and they but they try to make it like kind of like game of thrones except it's mm-hmm. like the writers don't care about any of the characters or or any sort of logic about why someone would do anything so the characters are just switching alliances just for the drama of it, and doesn't make any sense. And like one episode, the characters are literally trying to kill each other. And in the next episode, they're like, "We're best buddies," and they're hugging. And it's like, anyway, it's just, it's just so like whiplash every episode. And they just murder. It, it's supposed to be post-apocalyptic, right? So there, yeah. there's not many humans left, and all that stuff. But they're just murdering thousands of people every episode. It's like, okay, okay uh, all right. Uh, anyway, it, it's awful uh but it, <laughs> does, it does have nick frost in it which is kind of odd
2: yeah.
0: uh he he's, he he's somewhat enjoyable um i do like the main character i guess if you can call it that he's is the asian actor i can't i don't know his name uh i don't know anyone's name in the show actually but um other than nick frost i just said that uh but yeah it's pretty bad um uh but bad on the lands bad lands into the bad lands okay. bad this is bad <laughs> Just be... i mean they
2: put it in the title
0: yeah uh but in on the good side of news in the good the good lands is magic for humans new season two opened started today that is to say the fourth which is the day we're recording it's fantastic i love that series um I love the first season and i'm halfway through the second season and it's amazing i love it it's just great it's great stuff um uh, I'd be Outer Worlds, the video game that I spoke about on the last podcast. Oh, right. I, sure I need did. to
1: catch up and do that. How was the ending? Was it satisfying? Were you happy with the overall experience?
0: Yeah, I loved it. I thought it was just a really, really good, well put together game. Um, just yeah, all around great game. I think the ending maybe eh, could have used a little more pomp. Actually, it could have popped a little more and kind of kind of blown my mind maybe a little bit more in terms of. Like, the story, uh, it was all great, but just, you know, the a little more bombastic, I think, could have mm-hmm. gone, a, gone a, lot, a long way. Um, but then on Sunday, I went to a chili cook-off, and that was fun. That was that was a good old time. been suffering the rest of the week for it, but, you know. <laughs> Did you win? I won by eating all the chili. <laughs> That's how anyone wins a chili cook-off, Chris.
1: Did you eat an Insanity Pepper and then have
0: a mind... I- and soul-searching mind journey i did that's an episode of the
1: simpsons i don't know
0: this, <laughs> i the fox spirit or coyote yeah. spirit spoke to me the and, kitsune yep um uh, was it down in san diego i assume yeah it was uh it's called the sono fest for some reason but south park north park um chili cook-off annual one like this is the 10th year or something
1: What's uh, the trend in chili nowadays? What's the hot ticket of
0: chili? (laughs) Well, what you are going to find? Actually, what one this year was a mole-based chili. Mm. So, yeah. Um, But it actually was really good. It was the first chili I had at the chili cook-off, and I loved it. It was kind of spicy, but also kind of tangy. It was in mole-based, like I said. And it ended up winning first place. So I was like, yes, I have good taste in chili, I think is what that means. (laughs)
1: Now, I've never been to a chili kickoff. So, as an amateur, do they provide you some sort of vehicle to enjoy this chili on, or do you just well, have to eat spoonfuls of chili?
0: So, funny you should ask. So, what the, if, if you're in the know, what you do is you show up and you go to this one pottery store adjacent and you get yourself a custom ceramic bowl, right? And and you pick it out yourself. It's like you, you're fine. I equated it to finding uh, uh, the Holy Grail exactly chris you, good job you knew what i was gonna say um and you had to pick the right one otherwise uh you die and i was the last person alive at the chili cook-off so i guess it means I. Well, the, the
1: chemical reaction reaction makes the chili makes it toxic uh yeah. oh that's interesting um but it is just the chili. It's like you don't—they don't put it over like fries or 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 Corned no, or
0: they like do that. sometimes. They'll have the fixins as they called it. So you know, you you present your bowl and then they slop some some goo in there, and then sometimes they'll put like sour cream on top or some chives or some what else did they put on there? Uh, you know, whatever cheese. you know, cheese maybe. maybe sometimes they would do. Yeah, so they would just whatever they felt was appropriate to go along with. With their particular chili, um, yeah. So it was actually pretty fun. I was, um, it was a lot of good time.
2: What do you do if you don't like the chili?
0: Well, that that unfortunately did happen, and then you just kind of dump it out <laughs> right, right in front of them. Just <laughs> yeah, dramatically right, dramatically, <laughs>
2: and you
1: shake their head as you lock eyes with them, <laughs> yeah, don't that, break eye contact.
0: That <laughs> is, uh, that's actually tradition. That's the way you show your respects. Um yeah
2: to so the art the art of yeah. chili making.
0: Yeah. <laughs> uh
1: well I hope to go to some chili cookoffs one day. I feel like it's an American thing. Someday tradition. you'll
2: work your yeah. way up there, Sean. One day. Yeah. All
1: yeah. I had was three pieces of cake today. <laughs> cake. <laughs> Is that cake season? Uh, Somebody said there was cake in our office And there was way too much of it And they just kept saying hey we have more cake Come get more pieces of cake I'm like well I'm not going to say no to Wait they cake. have more
0: cake it, Yeah. That, that Like they kept resupplying the amount of cake I don't know
1: but there just kept was kept Being more cake in the break room And it was just like uh, guys we have more cake Please have some more or take it home with you If you want and then there'd be more cake And I'd be like well I was just going to get an apple but cake <laughs>
0: And it's free cake. Exactly. You don't wanna be ir- uh irresponsible and have to buy an apple. <laughs> that's,
1: that's, that's true. That's I unwise. mean apple was free too. Oh. But cake or an apple, I'm an awful person, so I went with cake. Um anyways. But uh cool. Well okay, well that sounds fun. Uh chili chili and um new dogs and Simpsons. What a motley chunk fire we have going <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Uh, anyways yeah all right cool um well let's jump into our movie then um our awesome. movie as in the movie that we all made and it's called knives out we're amazing geniuses um, and our acronym is ryan johnson some way yeah i'll figure it out anyways uh knives out who wants to sum that oh before we get to summing up spoilers uh yeah this is gonna be very very spoiler heavy so as this is a mystery i please don't listen to this if you plan on seeing this movie because it will be spoiled christopher Plummer dies
2: no
0: (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) uh yeah so spoiler spoiler warning spoiler alert um with that being said um who's gonna tell us about knives out
2: um i can give it a shot
0: go for it Chris. do it
2: um, uh, nice out. I got nothing. <laughs> oh. How
0: about wow. I, I can wow. start and you can fill I, in the I'm, gaps? I'm, yeah,
1: pick it up, Ryan. We'll fill in the clues that you leave behind.
0: Okay. I if that makes sense. Uh, okay. Well, I didn't really prepare, but I think I think I got the film. Um, yeah, so okay. So Christopher Plummer is a author of much renowned and uh, well, chronologically speaking it won't be very interesting (laughs) to tell the story but as it unfolds we uncover that he was potentially murdered and or committed suicide um Mm -hmm. and i say and or because that's pretty accurate um (laughs) (laughs) okay so uh right so some detectives are trying to solve his his death and the family Is all there being interviewed, right? So, anyway, what ends up happening is that the his nurse, Marta, um, actually, this is going to be hard to explain.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I realized.
1: Sorry. She feels
2: like she killed him.
1: So. Well, yeah. First, I mean, we establish all the family members. They all have potential motives for wanting him dead. Or, you, know, you know, it's a silly. It's a it's a murder. Stuff. It's
2: a murder mystery. There's no point I in summarizing this. <laughs>
0: I know that's why. Like, do we need to summarize. It's a murder mystery. I guess we don't. But I don't know.
2: <laughs> it's a murder mystery. Everyone just watch challenge. it to figure it out challenge. what it is. <laughs>
0: The thing well, is, it wasn't actually that confusing. It, it, everything lined up really. Yeah,
2: no, it
1: wasn't confusing as you're watching it, but trying to explain it.
0: Yeah, well, because the what?
2: whole thing bounces back and forth in terms right. of chronologically. So exactly, like, and they,
1: knowing what beats are important to like, if you were to tell someone like, oh, what do I need to include?
2: Anyways, James Bond plays a fun Southern detective, and he has he makes a lot of jokes, and he comes off as an idiot, but he's secretly brilliant. Blah blah. They solve the mystery, or do they? Yeah, they do. No,
1: they do, and that's what I loved. One of the things I liked about it is that it was pretty pretty
0: closed book on it.
1: Well, yeah, basically, Marta, his nurse, kind of thinks that she did it, but it was an accident, so she's kind of trying to hide it. But then it turns out that it was part of a plan from Captain America to murder him accidentally. Captain America went purpose. back in
2: time to murder this. He <laughs> it was putting to back one novels. of the Infinity
1: Stones. Um, and then, but because she's good And then a good person, General Zod
2: was there, and he was just like, I can't get a movie deal, and... <laughs>
1: uh and then you find out that well you don't find out anything i mean you do find out find out everything but that she's innocent i guess and he's guilty i guess (laughs) this is silly it's like trying to explain what (laughs) happens
2: in clue could you could you just like explain what happens in no but i haven't
1: just watched clue so i don't know also there's multiple versions of that movie like not versions but you know
2: explain the right one
1: yeah
0: Alright, well, anyways, that's kind of what happened in out. <laughs> that was the worst synopsis we've ever
2: done. <laughs> we did it, guys. We did it.
0: Which I'm okay with, because I... This is Jump it,
2: Chunk, signing out.
0: Y- well... <laughs>
1: <laughs> we don't discuss this one, we just do a bare-bone bare summary, and
0: then... Move on with our lives. Yeah. Okay, Why well, are you? we, <laughs> we, we figured... It. We, we, it's a murder mystery. <laughs> yeah. Summary concluded. It's a mu- how, how do a we feel about the movie? <laughs>
2: i i i'll hop in there i'll say i i had a really fun time with this movie i think um it was engaging the the actors seemed like they were having really fun they are having a bunch of fun on set they got to, to ham it up a bit um i i don't know i just i i had a good time at the movies
0: couldn't agree more i- i just loved it it was just like one of those movies you're just like yes this is this is why I enjoy sitting in a movie theater seat and just laughing and having a good time and smiling and and I'm alive and stuff <laughs> like and yeah uh,
1: I echo all
0: of those things
1: and feel all those things. Um, you know what I was thinking like this is yeah, like you're saying this is just a this is a movie with a, with the <laughs> capital M um, but uh, you know this is only on whatever near 50 episodes of our award-winning after the credits podcast this is only the second episode that we've ever done on an original thing like not a sequel not a remake not a reboot not a another in a franchise like what was the first there's one? only can you guys do you guys remember can you guys guess what it was right no, every what? single nope that was an adaptation. Sorry, oh, an, oh, or okay, an adaptation. Okay. Something that is not an adaptation, something that's not a sequel, something that's not a reboot, something um, that's not a remake.
2: Uh, there's so much pressure right now. Um, Joker. It was, uh,
1: ironically, I think it was our <laughs> second or third episode. It was one of our very first episodes.
2: Uh,
0: oh, oh uh, with the Quiet Place. A yep. Quiet A
1: Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. Oh, okay, this, yeah. The, those are, so we've done nearly 50 episodes, and... Everything we talked about has been – has n- nothing has been original. Like, I don't know. It's just like an interesting state of, like, yeah. pop culture. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe. In, but it, anyways, part my point is that it's just a fun original thing. Like, it was yeah. it was its own original awesome thing, and I loved it. Um, also, small story from my viewing experience. Uh, <laughs> so it was a packed the- – like, and it was, like, Sunday, a late night showing on Sunday, and it was still, like, literally every seat was taken – and there were people behind me or someone behind me brought a baby to this movie. <sighs> and I was like, oh, no. And for the first, like, couple minutes, it was, didn't notice it. But then it started making baby noises. Like, <laughs> 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 don't, you guys know what babies are. don't ever do baby noises again. <laughs> um, but then it started getting more obnoxious and just, like, then it started, like, crying. And... It was just like, uh, God, this movie, don't ruin this movie. But then someone in the theater yells out, get the baby out of here. And then someone else is like, I agree. And then other people (laughs) are just like, almost turning into a mob. And like, (laughs) yeah, why do you have a baby in here? And so like, it almost, then I almost felt like worse for like, it's like, (laughs) oh no, (laughs) like kill this person. And so, and then this person, I'm sure they must've been mortified. Like they, they, you could hear the baby crying slowly getting Aww. quieter. But then you could, kind of, like, throughout the rest of the film, you could kind of hear the. I think they were standing in the hall because occasionally I could hear the baby, like, making noises. <laughs> but then they would, like, get quiet again as it. My point being that the movie was so good that that little interruption didn't ruin it. I still had a great time.
2: <laughs> and don't bring your babies uh And don't to bring your babies.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like it was just a bad experience for humanity because it was like, come on, don't bring your baby to the movie. That's that's crummy. But at the same time, it's like people like they're like, I feel bad for them. Yeah. Like all these people are just being really mean to this person. It's like, oh, this is just awful. There's no winners here. This is just an awful situation. Well,
2: just don't bring your movie. Like, no, don't bring your movie. Don't bring your baby to like an opening yeah. weekend. When you opening weekend when you know there's, there's going to be a full theater, don't bring your baby
0: yeah well you don't always know that but it's unless I, it's a
2: fetus in a jar then you can bring it with
0: you. <laughs> well yeah chris i assume you bring in your fetus well, to all the movies that you go to i, do. I mean you got to
1: watch out for bts and there's no way else it's true know,
2: so. I'm, I'm afraid of them ghosts
0: <laughs> anyways yeah uh
1: I, I almost almost think that like why do they even allow people to buy tickets if they have a baby like can't they can't that just be a thing like because i'm not going to say no to money yeah, sure. You I mean, major chains. tickets chain, to a sorry, child under chain. 17 for a rated R movie, so you just can't sell a ticket to a baby. Period. Well, babies well, are free.
2: Yeah, I was going to so, say, it's well, not like they sold a charge, ticket. Start
1: charging for babies, and then say you can't buy a ticket for it. No, actually. I mean, there are w-
2: theater chains that do refuse that type yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, like the Alamo yeah. draft,
1: hall, like, you know. That's which Yeah.
0: You know. That's appropriate.
1: I just feel like, just avoid the whole situation. Don't even yeah. allow that to happen. I like feel like
2: we're reviewing the theater and not the movie. Anymore. Yeah, you know
1: what <laughs> <laughs> There's so much good stuff to talk about this movie, but I just felt like this was, you know, an important topic. Crying babies in movies.
2: So, I, I, I like I said before, I really liked all the acting. Everything was fun. One thing I didn't know that now I know is that the, the actress that played marta she's been slowly just like picking roles and getting mm-hmm. getting into movies like i didn't when i saw even when i saw her in the movie i didn't really recognize her i was just like oh whatever and then i i went and i looked her up and i was like oh she's been in a ton of things recently like she was in uh blade runner the the blade yeah. runner sequel she yeah, was she's a computer yeah she's Joyce, yeah blade, she was uh, Joy, s- yeah, yeah, and I was just like, "Oh, dang!" And now she's in the new Bond film too, and I'm just like, "Dang, she's yeah. getting everywhere. She's oh, getting lots, of, lots ugh. of work. Two, Two movies Daniel with Daniel Craig. Craig. I know.
1: Craig <laughs> a uh lucky, um, lucky her. But
2: anyways, uh, my point being, she's 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 good actress, and she's getting she's getting the roles, yeah, and that's good.
0: She's super good, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I loved all the actors. I thought they all just played off each other super well. And it was, I love, it, you know, it's, it's like, it's a, it, the whole movie felt like a callback to films of old where you just had this star-studded cast with just like everyone in the movie was someone we all recognize and has like this, a uh, little bit of a cult of, pers- not a cult of personality, but like this, um, uh, what do you call it? Just like larger than life kind of stage presence almost. They're just mm-hmm. like, and they're acting it up, right? They're hamming it mm-hmm. up. They're just, being this overblown character of themselves or at least their on screen personas. um, And just so they can just kind of embellish it and have fun with it. Um, And yeah, I loved every minute of that.
2: Yeah. I never felt like, like even though they were hamming it up and you could tell that they were like, I never felt like they really clashed and when they were in a scene, right? Like I felt like they were all willing to let, you know, they weren't trying to steal scenes. They were all just there working together towards this goal
1: teamwork uh yeah i i mean it's it's interesting because like as big as all the actors are or for the most part i guess you know they're all fairly well known it's funny because as the film you know develops and goes you almost like this especially the second half of the film like they almost all take a back seat and you're just like so riveted by the characters who aren't these big name actors. Like by the end of the film, it's like, Oh yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis is in this thing. Yeah. Don Johnson. Yeah. And like, it's like, Oh, Christopher Plummer. And it's like, Oh, like there's so much other stuff that was just so like captivating that you kind of like forgot, like it's these actors that are kind of like kind of sold the film. And then it kind of took on its own thing. Um, Which like, I think kind of speaks to, because the first to me, like, Like everything about the film is just really brilliant in terms of the writing and the pacing, the structure, and I love that it was like the first act. The first is just basically like, okay, here's your, you know what the, you know how we do mystery, you know how mystery works. Here's all the suspects, here's their motivations. Look, we're getting that out of the way in the first act. Yeah. Boom, and then at the end of the first act, they completely he completely twists it, and it's like, oh, oh, wait, this is not like this is. I, I, this is not the standard mystery anymore.
2: Um, I mean, yeah. They, they just tell you Marta... exactly right, what
1: right. happened, right? And they yeah. show
2: you they show you the the scene yeah, they, in Ernest. They... And they – yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean it's interesting. I don't know what you guys thought. I think partially because of just like other films or things that maybe are similar is I – at first I wasn't sure if I should trust that because I'm so used to like this idea of an unreliable narrator. narrator. Yeah. And so I was expecting like like oh wait maybe that's not what happened or I'm gonna we're gonna find out the real truth I mean we do find out the real truth but that sure. is what you know what I mean like and so I wasn't quite sure like I wasn't I was kind of still hesitant in terms of trusting what I'm seeing yeah the, the movie never lies to you yeah and that's yeah the, it never lies to me but I was expecting it to like yeah, I was waiting for the movie to go aha I tricked you. But it never does, and that's also really great, especially for a mystery where it's like, yeah, sometimes that's frustrating to me. It's like, well, yeah. I could have never known that, like when you blatantly lied to me. But in this, they were, they never lied to you, and I don't know if you could have figured it out per se, but maybe I don't know. I don't. Yep. Did you guys? Did you guys figure it out? I mean, it's kind of hard because it's not a classic mystery in that way. So there
2: was there was one thing that I, I held on to from the very beginning, uh, throughout the entire movie, which made me knew that there was they were holding back a lot. Was mm-hmm. it, when he when Daniel Craig's character was collecting uh, the testimonies from everybody, yeah. uh, and then he recited them to us. He he made a comment about the dogs barking at yes. three a.m. Yeah. or whatever. But yeah. when they went back to Marta's part of it, the dogs didn't bark. They, so yeah. the whole movie, Correct. I was just like, okay, there's, the dogs were barking what, at some yeah. point, so there's something still there.
0: Yeah. R- right, and to, to your point, Chris, and actually connecting what Sean said, is that almost every single thing introduced in the first act, or maybe throughout the entire film, has some kind of payoff later in the film. and like So which further makes me trust the film and appreciate the, the writing that like things like that, Chris, right? Where they they're going to drop these little clues in there because they want the audience to remember them. And as it goes through, and when Chris Evans' character arrives at the house in the daytime, the dogs yeah. are barking at him. So we're like, oh, okay, all right, movie, we remembered that. And something, and even the in the first act when Plummer's character says, oh, um, the Hugh or whatever his name is, you don't even he wouldn't even know the difference between a, a, a real knife and a prop right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot about it. Did you I not remember that? No, yeah. I remember I that and oh, I, knew, wow. I, that was gonna that I yeah. knew that was going to come up. I knew that was going to come. Yeah. And so when, at the very end, when he grabs the knife, I'm like, Oh, I know what's going uh-huh. yeah. so to like, oh, happen. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I
1: completely forgot about that line. So, yeah. So wow, when, when that, that, so,
0: so cool. Cool. and then when it, it, so it paid for me, that was a perfect payoff because this, yeah. again, this movie, every, everything they introduce has some kind of payoff later on. And so that one was a perfect one for me. And then of course it has this hilarious, like, he's just like, Stab me. That was so funny. Yeah. I was dying laughing. He's <laughs> <laughs> just like, "Well, dang it!" You know? yeah. like, uh, it was, and that's the other thing too. This movie was hilarious. Uh, yeah. I don't know how active or how responsive your audience was, but um, mine was very act or you know, pretty pretty good. I, I, well, anyway, regardless, I was laughing very, very much. There was this <laughs> one guy behind me who kept crying throughout the whole thing.
1: Um, uh, yeah, my audience was pretty into it. They like. It was yeah it's it's one of those films where like the lightness of it doesn't betray the seriousness of it like the com- I guess yeah. I should say the comedy doesn't betray the seriousness of it like it maintains both of those tones really well it's it's funny throughout and and smart and clever but it's clearly like act, working on so many different levels yeah. um
2: yeah, I and think a perfect of example, a perfect to me. of it maintaining kind of a, a tense, serious tone, but with uh, the visual humor was when they were outside the house and the dog brought up the piece of wood that fell off, and it, like you're you're tense because yeah. you're kind of you're, oh, yeah. you're kind of in Marta's side too, right? And you're just like, oh. but then you know the visual gag of the dog yeah. walking up and then Daniel Craig's character being so oblivious to it, and then she just like chucks it off screen, uh, yeah, that type of stuff was. That was really good. Yeah, I, that
1: was really um, Well, I good. want to ask you guys, because I think one of my favorite things, like, when you get the reveal early on of what happened, so you're, like, immediately, like, you're kind of with Marta. Like, for me, anyways, at that point, like, I realized, like, okay, Marta's actually kind of the main character um, right. at this point. But I was still, like, and I think this film does it brilliantly, where it basically forces you to question this idea of, you know, what is right in terms of the law. Is, is truth more important than intent, right? And so this whole time, you have this brilliant sense of, like, conflict and tension of, mm. m- like, you know Marta's the one who did it, and you want the truth. You, like, want – you don't want her to go to jail or, like, be punished, but part of me still wanted Daniel Craig to find out. I don't know if you guys felt oh, like that. Oh, for like, sure.
0: Yeah, because we – because Daniel Craig's character does kind of charm <laughs> us, right? He kind of yeah. – I don't know if it was the southern accent, <laughs> but yeah. – but he does have like, right? Because the, the private eye character is, like, kind of just... Yeah. I think there is a certain, like, this movie is aware of cinema at the same time, right? So yeah, yeah, it's yeah. playing off stereotypes or previous films or, or whatever mm. you want to pitch that. So they put him in this perfect role where you know he's the, the audience will sympathize and root for him, um, despite the fact that he's the second main character. But uh, mm. so, yeah, for sure. Like, there is, like, this duality of we like Marta uh, because we believe her to be what she ends up being a true yeah. genuinely awesome good person mm-hmm. but we right i think there's inner intertwined with what you're saying sean like maybe there is a sense of the movies maybe playing on the audience's sense of mistrust uh, of films, especially mystery films Mm -hmm. uh, um, that we don't, maybe we don't a hundred percent trust Marta at this point. So we're kind of conflicted. Like, well, I'd rather have Daniel Craig's character find out and then he can sort out the truth. um, Yeah. You know, versus, I don't know if I can, I'm willing to root for Marta and put all of my faith in her in case this movie decides to betray me.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, and just this kind of idea also of, You at that point, you have the murderer and the invest the private eye or you know the uh, investigator working together like it like that dynamic too is just great. It's like oh okay, you know the 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 guilty party you know, quote unquote guilty party mm-hmm. and the person trying to uncover the truth and they're working side by side. And it's just this brilliant sense of oh, like, yeah, like just this play, this kind of mind game where the, you know, the audience is aware of all these factors and neither one of them is aware of all of the things going on. Like uh, there's just so many fun dynamics going on. And just like, as they're kind of going through each one of those little sequences where she's like, Oh, all uh, right, I got to hide my feet, footprint. I got to hide this piece of wood or, you know, whatever the case, I hide the videotape. And then how that comes back at the, again and bites. It's like, ah, if I hadn't hidden my footprints, they would have found the footprints of Chris Evans. And, like, like all these so many just, like, callbacks and layers to all of this. It's just, yeah. like, just from a pure writing, plotting standpoint, it's so brilliant.
2: I don't think they would have found his footprints. I think when they did the flashback, he was purposely off the road when he hopped the fence and everything.
1: Was I got the sense that part of – I'm not saying they would have, but I, I got the sense that – like, as Marta's kind of covering her own tracks, it inadvertently kind of obscured evidence f- for Chris
2: Evans coming back as well. Do you but mean like,
0: if, a- a- upstairs if, on the uh,
1: rug kind of thing? Yeah, yeah, that's that stuff too, for sure. Like, the footprint on the windowsill. Well, I think
2: you're talking about the mud the mud road leading up well, to the all, gate, I, right? Well, I
1: was talking about all of it, but uh, I don't know if that – maybe that case didn't specifically make sense. But I think just in general, I get the sense that they were kind of per- trying to portray this idea that Marta – Hiding, you know, covering for herself inadvertently made it so that it hid evidence of Chris Evans' return as well.
0: Oh, I didn't, I don't know if I got that. Hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know. Maybe, maybe. I was just, I guess ultimately it didn't matter too much because the, kind of by the time you found out that it was Chris Evans, it was kind of the climax. But I, I I don't know. Just like as the detectives are kind of investigating, like the footprints and stuff. Like, oh, she hit, she destroyed all the evidence, and it would have potentially shown Chris Evans, you know, footprints in the mud as well.
0: No, huh. maybe that was just me. M- maybe I don't know. I, I'll, I don't. Hmm. Once
2: I, again, I still think uh, I I vaguely recall that they when they did flashbacks to Chris Evans, yeah, uh, caper he was way more cautious than she was. Uh, it, like it, did, he, it did look like he, he pulled was... off the He pulled off the road past the cameras. He hopped the fence from the grass, not the mud, mm, and yeah. stuff like that. So
0: it, it felt like he was being more cautious. Yeah. I, I would oh, okay. say I, to
1: Chris, yeah. Then I guess I must have... Uh, yeah, I definitely could have just not noticed that.
2: But uh, one thing I was just thinking about that I also really like is that the movie keeps a brisk pace the whole time, right? Mm. And... And especially in situations where you have like a detective trying to deduce things, oftentimes uh, movies and shows can't help themselves by having the detective kind of explain what they're doing. Mm -hmm. I feel like this movie did a good job of uh, kind of avoiding that with like, right. A perfect example is towards the end when Daniel Craig's in the the main room and he's kind of piecing it all together. He's just idly changing the bottles and the labels, but the, the movie doesn't draw really any attention to that. Mm -hmm. it's just him doing something while he's talking and then it comes back right yeah but it like it it felt like ryan johnson was respecting us the viewers by not having you know us not having to coddle us through a lot of stuff yeah
1: yeah no i definitely felt like that for sure um it i i I think the, the maybe the i don't know weakest isn't the right word because i i don't think it was that bad but like i think i've Got bogged down a little bit in the middle of the second act, near the end of the second act. Kind of like basically when she and Chris Evans are kind of together for that little bit. There were kind of beats and moments where I was like, okay, what what specifically? They're trying to track down the note that was written to cover why, why did they blow up the hospital? There was one or two like small little moments where it kind of got hazy on exactly what was going on in terms of, like, why they were doing what they are doing. But right. it was pretty few and far between. And everything else, for as complicated as a plot it was, well, at least as many movie parts as it was, I was able to follow... I mean, it seemed pretty straightforward
0: and easy to follow everything else. <laughs> yeah, car chase was hilarious. And how it went after the car chase is over, like, that was the dumbest car chase <laughs> yeah, in history. Yeah. Like, <laughs> uh,
1: um, did you guys feel... Like, I felt like it was maybe... Um, I, I did kind of question, like, wait, what, she, why would she trust Chris Evans? Like, I kind of felt like, eh, Yeah. Uh, did I, that I, feel – did you guys that? But I don't that? feel like I, she, full, she fully
2: moment. ever trusts him.
1: I just, like – it's one thing for her to get in the car because he's like, here, I'll get you out of here. But then for her to just, like, divulge the entire – what like, that was the like, – I felt that, yeah, that was, yeah, was, like, that was it, a
0: bit of a leap of faith. I think maybe I just – you could play into her sense of like vulnerability and she just needed mm-hmm. to tell someone like, cause yeah. she's, she's definitely depicted as not like super uh, cunning character. Mm-hmm. Right. So I could see her yeah. just, well, I mean, she she's out of her element. She and she can't lie. So she kind of had to. It's
1: funny. Cause that little dynamic could easily have been, like, I think for me, it worked. I thought it was just like a fun, I love perfect, that. cool yeah. little thing, but I could easily see it in like less, you know, um, you know, careful hands, subtle or careful hands, it being really dumb. Like, yep. like if you just told me that, that sounds like on, on paper, it sounds like this. What? That sounds stupid. But in the movie, I think it worked really well. Yeah, I thought it was, I,
0: great. I thought it was a great element because like because it, it is a straight, you know, very classic mystery story with like all these mm-hmm. fun little quirks and elements in it uh, throughout. And that was one element that I was like, oh, man, this is such a fun quirk. The movie has going for yeah. it the whole time. And it has again, it has a great yeah. payoff at the very end uh because they, they uh, use it i think three yeah. times in the movie right so that's oh, yeah. which is good Roll that's kind of what you want to do yeah. right so yeah that was great oh uh one little tidbit i wanted to put in there at uh, that it, i think they had the movie was already playful with us um mm-hmm. but when she's trying to remember she okay she's escaped she's driving in the car away when she's leaving the house and she's trying to remember what, what um what plumber told her? She like pull off the road oh, after yeah. the elephant, pull off the road yeah. before the ele- and like in it. But it's him just saying like yeah. before or well, after. The- it like, <laughs> <they> doesn't combine <laughs> like the B- after or yeah. something. Like. <laughs> and like which I, I love that. I just I, I yeah. don't. There's just something so it, it, right because when you're trying to remember what something someone says, you can yeah. you can literally do that in your head and you can make that yeah. person say it either way. Uh, it I don't know. I I just, I just love that. It's a very playful thing.
2: So there, there was one thing that I that didn't quite work well for me. Uh, I don't say I wouldn't say it was terrible, but it 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 didn't really work. I thought, which was a little bit of the social commentary dynamic that they kept trying to put in there, right? What aspect of it? Well, just you know, the dynamic in of itself, just it felt forced and unnecessary, right? Did we really need like? libtards and all this other Nazi stuff. Like, oh, I see what you're saying.
1: Well, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, I think to me... Well, continue. Sorry, I shouldn't interrupt.
2: Well, like, I, I I don't know. It just felt it felt forced. And of course, you know, this rich family would have both extremes, right? They would have one side that's super liberal and another side that's uh, super conservative. And
0: Well, so my take on that, because, yeah, I, I felt like, what is this a social commentary? Is he trying to make a statement? To me, it wasn't. It was just like, we've all been at I think right the snl has done skits on this where you're at thanksgiving dinner and one side of the family is talking about you know right wing and one left wing or whatever and it's just awkward and uncomfortable and this shows how yeah every family doesn't get along every family in some respect has to go through this argument except that this family is even worse so it's multiplied i don't know that's what i got out of it
1: well i mean i guess i i, I could kind of get what you're saying a little bit with how specific they were if that's what you mean, like in terms of putting specific references to modern politics and figures and current specific current events. But I think that the social commentary, I mean, I think the heart of this film that, that like kind of in the central message is very, it's a, is heavily about social is, a, is a heavily political, I guess is what I'm saying. I think it's at the core of what this movie is about. And I think, I don't think you could remove that element from this film, and it would still because the film to me is about this idea of like people claiming the letter of the law is what's important when it's convenient for them. As soon as it's not convenient for them, they're like, oh no 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 no, no. that doesn't that doesn't matter. I mean, that is exactly what they're saying with the people in cages, right? He's like, well, the parents should have obeyed the law. It's like, oh, so you're the man, so you're obeying the letter of the law. That's what matters to you. But as soon as the will is read. How clearly that does not actually matter, and it's this veiled racism and this veiled like you know yeah. xenophobia, and I think that's that's at the core of what this film is. And that my my favorite shot, I and I kind of wish they ended the film on this shot, and it's like the third or second to actual last shot in the film is her standing on this ba- on the balcony looking down at the family. And I love that 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 wide shot. Is
2: wasn't that the it's last beautiful? Shot?
1: It's perfect. Mm-hmm. No, it well the last shot is a close up of her drinking the coffee with the my house, my rules, my coffee, yeah. Oh, okay. which is a good last shot too. Yeah. But I just love just like this idea of the the, the complete power shift and dynamics. And I love – and again, I think this is inextricably tied to this idea of the social commentary and the politics of like the, the movie doesn't end with her going, no, I'm not giving you any money. You get your comeuppance. This is like – because that's not necessarily what the film's even saying. They they repeatedly throughout the film where Marta's like, you know, should I give it to him? I feel bad. And and she's not portrayed as uh, that idea to me is not portrayed as naive or silly. As much as like we want revenge on them, I think there's a point the film's trying to make like like no, just because you're in power, don't be like them. She like sh- she shouldn't be like them. Does that make sense? I'm rambling, and I'm kind of no, like,
0: no, yeah, I, you're I, right. I what you're I, I, yeah, I, I guess, I hadn't, I guess I hadn't connected that back with the, um, the arguing that Chris was saying. But uh, yeah, now that you put it in that perspective, it, I guess it, it does kind of make sense. I, I, I mean, I picked up on like the social, like obviously her, uh, her character being an immigrant, and obviously her mother's status, and then mm-hmm. the, the power shift, obviously. But I didn't really connected to the back with what Chris was. Uh, not complaining, but whatever Chris was doing. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, I think to me, again, it kind of ties back to the idea of the law and intent and this idea that, Oh, well the law says this. And, and so, you know, strictly speaking, before you kind of find out the revelation, she did kill him. And this question of like, well, she did, but like, that's clearly not what she's like. Should she really be punished? That's not she's just trying to do the right thing. And she yeah. was trying to do the right thing. And, and that's kind of what they're getting at. It's like breaking this arbitrary law that really only benefits the people already in power like that that's not justice that doesn't mean justice just because it's this some arbitrary law and i think that's kind of what the right. film's getting at a little bit at least to me and i think it's an important aspect of it so i don't to me removing that would completely just like not defang because i don't think it's an aggressive film but completely like numb a lot of what this film at least what i like about this film all right and I like a lot of it that that's not just all that's not all I like, but that is one as- one huge aspect of why I do like it so much is because it is such it's it's to me it's really clever political commentary, even if the parts where it is so specific, I maybe agree that maybe they didn't have to be so pointed in the specificity. I don't know if they had to mention Trump or, or they actually didn't, but you know obviously they were referencing him, yeah right. Um, what did,
2: anyways. uh, how did you guys feel about the twist at the end that it was an actual suicide and that he would have survived had the normal scene played out?
1: I mean, it's tragic. It makes it all the more tragic, but I also really think I like it because again, what it's showing is the people in power manipulating the system and then going, well, I didn't break any law. What are you going to do? You can't punish me. Right. Mm. Right. And I think it's really important for what this film was saying: the people in power using laws to protect themselves. Like, well, I'm not breaking the law. I'm not breaking the law. And then one person who's clearly has pure intent makes a small mistake. Punish that person. Yeah. Um. And and Chris Evans. It's funny because I thought he was great, and it's funny like from Captain America, who basically kind of earned his ideal in I think the collective consciousness mind of of living that character. I was. I remember watching the first like or trailers for the first Captain America. I'm like, eh, I don't know if I buy him as Steve Rogers. But by the end of the Avengers franchise, I'm like, oh yeah, that's Steve Rogers. That's, it's fine. That is who that and is. Yeah. Yeah. And now this complete opposite, like scumbag, just like awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which is which? I think they did perfect casting, right? Because they're totally playing on. The audience's trust of, of Chris Evans yeah, and and of course then manipulates Marta in, in the same way that he's manipulating yeah. us like oh good I can trust him right we yeah, want exactly. to but trust you, him he is
1: likable you he want is. to like him
0: yeah, he, yeah. and so when you're like yes thank you movie for get, letting me trust him like yeah and Marta <laughs> yeah. and Captain America and I'm gonna take down the <laughs> stupid idiot family and then yep. yeah so they totally did that really really well yeah uh uh yeah Uh, Um, i did enjoy that the movie was was like a lot of not not a lot but several nods to the yeah to the clue movie which you already Mm we've already kind of mentioned they mentioned clue in the movie at one point and then the ending uh little um character cards were very much in the style of yeah yeah, i Um, I like those yeah so i I don't know it was in it just kind of going Sean, you were saying that it, this movie does a good balance of having it be funny and a little bit goofy even yeah. and uh and real, but whereas Clue would they obviously went the full it was all goofy goof route. Yeah,
1: I mean you the know. the all the comedy bits hit, but then near the end, especially when you kinda of find out the truth and and especially with Marta, there were moments that were surprisingly kinda of came at me that were a little bit more poignant than I was expecting. I was like, Oh, that actually had a lot of more heartfeltness or, you know, to it. than I was kind of, yeah, just because knowing that character, I think that character is so, she's so good. It's just, it's a good, Oh character. yeah. She
0: was just such a good character and yeah, her acting, she just yeah. pulled it out where it, you, yeah. The, all the feels from the movie where you're like, Oh, this was a more poignant or, or I was more connected to these characters. than I yeah. thought I think was really driven from her just, just having her face on the screen and just, yeah. Do acting.
1: I mean, you touched upon it earlier too, but like early on, especially I was like waiting to distrust her. Like, okay, yeah. I know she's lying about something. When am I, when, when's it going to drop? We're going to find the real truth about this person. Right. And I don't know if it's intentional from Ryan Johnson's point of view, like he knows the audience is going to distrust her. Like I assume it is like he, like yeah. that has to be played up. Sure. But uh, yeah, it was so brilliant. And so I think because she wasn't, it was even more like heartfelt at the end when he's like oh man she was just legit the whole time she was so authentic and just like she's just a good person (laughs) and and that's what saves her like i love too when daniel craig's like going over he's like yeah like you're such a bad person that you can never imagine someone like doing the right thing and and that's what saved her
0: yeah i love that also i think one of the reasons we initially do not i don't yeah we'll say mistrust her is potentially because christopher Plummer had given her said okay you have to do this exactly as i tell you Mm, because mm -hmm. if you if you do this way they'll never catch on to you even even they're gonna have all these police guys and they're not gonna catch on to you because you're gonna do what i tell you and so from that point on through some undetermined point in the middle of the film we know she's operating under his instruction right and so is not so much that necess- maybe we don't necessarily distrust her but we don't know what part of this is real or part of mm-hmm. like is it part real as in yeah. her behaving genuinely or she's oh yep this is all part of the instructions that oh, yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean so, and we kind of that kind of uh, gets you know thinner and thinner mm-hmm. as the movie goes on um, which I kept expecting or thinking that it would come back to that in some way that because this whole movie is steeped around yeah well it's kind of nested in its own mystery, whereas, yeah. you know, you know he's a mystery writer, so that's going to have to yeah, play I a would, role. I was just, yeah, I, it,
1: I was oh, I'm expecting, like, there was going to be some design from his point of view exactly. of this whole thing, and I'm, I think I'm, generally I'm pretty happy it wasn't that. Me too, because it would have been too I would, contrived. Yeah,
0: yeah I, I think so too. But but I kept, and that was part of it, it was like, oh, I wonder if maybe, maybe uh, Plummer's character had... Masterminded this whole thing, and mm-hmm. somehow yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
1: So you before when you find out that the bottles had been swapped or whatever, but you don't know who they had been swapped with at first, or or like when you find the toxicology report was found clean or something, but you before you knew it was Chris Evans who did it. There was a part of me like, oh, it was Christopher Plummer the whole time, yeah. and he killed him. Like, yeah. Because, I don't know. Like uh, that's, I kind of half expected that to happen too. I was right. like, he he, was, he's
2: a little yeah. too calm when he, he's dying. However, yeah. I did think he was dying of morphine. So you you oh, probably yeah. would be called. Well, he, <laughs> thought he, was, he, thought he thought he was, was. Dying I know, but that's what that's. I yeah. mean, because it's that you can under you can kind of yeah. understand. Oh, that's why he's yeah. not freaking out because he yeah. <laughs> he's still pumped full. But of that horses. is so much more tragic. It is
1: really tragic <laughs> because is, uh, and it's funny too because that does even that's a setup and a payoff where he where he's like you know if you had called the ambulance if you had called nine one one he'd be alive and you know what she did when Fran was like she called nine one one like like it's
0: oh, just like even those small little things well yeah but she did it possible which <laughs> yeah. oh yeah by the way that was kind of a, a cheap jab where they're like oh she survived oh that's good fran's alive <laughs> but then she lies about it and like so you're simultaneously yeah. like yeah take that chris Evans." oh oh wait a minute <laughs> she's dead oh, no.
1: yeah i mean is it like that moment also kind of <laughs> like it's the climax so it's just like a, and it's also kind of comedic because she's throwing up so it's right. like this comedic,
2: aha, she's dead, throw up.
0: Oh, wait, she's <laughs> <Yeah>. dead. <laughs> so there's a lot of emotions. So that final, we, we, that we've we talked yeah. about
2: Chris Evans' character. We've talked about Marta. Uh, we haven't really talked about Daniel Craig's character that much. And, I mean, when I first mm-hmm. saw this, I talked to Sean, and I I think the, he was so enjoyable as this character that I wouldn't be opposed to doing more movies or whatever offshoots with that character because i mean there's something there's something so charming yeah, about mean, him right great, the but... fact that he he knew oh, yeah. all along but they play it off really well as as if he didn't know and he was a bumbling.
1: Actually so i actually had a question about that why does the blood on her shoe give anything away
2: well it doesn't it didn't give anything away other than she was involved
1: but why he didn't die like she wasn't in the room when he's killed like yeah she was X, so... Oh, she, what, was she? Yeah,
2: that's how she got oh, the blood yeah. on her Is shoe.
1: that where the bl- that is how she yeah. got
0: is, the blood on her shoe? I don't know. That would be a pretty big blood spray. Like, and that's true I that it was, that was two, yeah. It's the only thing that makes sense. Or,
2: it, yeah. No, it was that.
1: Did it show that? Because I yeah, it was a the, quick. Cut. The moment it showed it, I don't remember because there was a slow mo shot where it shows the blood dripping on her shoe, but I just don't remember the placement of it. No, it was a quick what cut.
2: Was, oh. oh, okay. It was like really fast.
1: That's right. You're right. Um, but yeah i mean the fact the fact
2: that he plays it really well as hey i'm a bumbling guy and i'm having the wool pulled over me and all this other stuff But in the end he's just like listen i knew you were involved i kept you close i followed you like because i could sense you were a good person and there was more i think
1: he i think he plays that classic you know archetype it was really well done and, but, I'm just happy he wasn't the main character, not because I don't think he could have been the main character, because I think but I think that's the classic mystery is that right. the main characters are detective. But I think it was really important. I love that the, I mean, I guess you could say dual protagonists, I suppose. But to me, it was really more about Marta, and it was Marta's journey that we were with uh, as an audience. Yeah, and I think that also is interesting because you want to be like you want to be with Daniel Craig, and you are like that's who you want to be with. But the movie is pulling you towards Marta. Like, no, don't remove yourself from this situation. Like, like this you're in this you, yeah. you you can't like escape this this is not some like fun little game you could play at and then go off on your merry way you're in this you got to figure out how to deal with this
0: yeah i think that's just the the moment that you really feel that is when she shows shows up to the um burnt down medical lab and then he mm. spots her in the car from yeah. a long way yeah. off and then he kind of starts coming after her. like you you're there they're making you feel that from her yeah. perspective right I don't even think they show it from his perspective ever, right? So
1: yeah, I think it's just his reflection or something or whatever that she sees in the rearview mirror. Maybe I don't know. Or no, he's coming up the hill. Oh, he's he coming up the hill. The yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
0: Yeah. So that it totally seats you in her in her seat. Yeah. Um,
1: and also just like the second act, the midpoint of the film, like the will reading, like I I mean, you could kind of see it coming. But just like, the, like that, just where everything just explodes, I, that was a, just a great moment. And just like direction the film takes, it doesn't necessarily change the mystery so much, but it just, just intensifies everything. And I thought, again, just like pacing and writing-wise, it was just so great how structured the film was.
2: Do they ever give a reason why uh, Christopher Plummer's character would have told uh, Captain America about the will change?
1: Um, I don't know if it, it because it seems like, it like he was just like kind of contention, conf- right? I got the sense that it was just him. Yeah, I don't know why he would tell him because he was telling everyone else
0: like yeah, so,
1: truths.
0: He, so Christopher, he was cleaning house, right? He basically yeah. was, which to me was the fact that he was cleaning house. Maybe it's just yeah, he's his birthday, and that's enough of a reason. But that's why I kept thinking, okay, why did he clean house on the day of his death? Like he. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking, oh, he actually did plan his own death, right? It, it, yeah,
1: that's right. I was thinking too for a little while.
0: Or something anyway, but yeah. that, that that was just a coincidence, I suppose. Um, yeah. Oh, and I loved – it was a small note, tiny little note in the film, but a, like a small bit of redemption maybe for um, the, the – well, not dem- – um, the whole letter thing. Sorry, I kind of mm-hmm. – mind blown. oh with the yeah on... right because he said oh i'm gonna the... i'm gonna tell your wife about this uh, don, yeah. don johnson and then don johnson like gets the letters like oh he was just bluffing the whole time but of course he wasn't yeah. because they kept saying that there was a connection between father and daughter about this yeah. little game they would play and then they revealed that the game was hiding yeah. the anyway i thought there was a fun little payoff it ultimately didn't mean a whole lot in the overall yeah. scheme of things but it did give her character maybe a little bit of a sense of redemption and also because i kept thinking like okay is plumber's character actually a good character like guy is or is he kind of Mm. also yeah i mean he raised these kids um yeah so in some respects he bears the burden anyway
1: I think I like how to tie back into this idea of like people claiming they're above, like I'm doing things the right way and I earn my way, but they're all violating some sort of law. He's violating this trust and this marriage vow that he's made, whereas the daughter-in-law is violating, like, again, she's lying. Like, they're all like, oh, you know, presenting this idea of like altruism, but they're all violating their own laws and that they're just kind of being, there's hypocritical, you know, hypocrisy kind of throughout it. Um, also, I, I don't know what you guys thought about this. Again, kind of tied it back a little bit to the political idea, but just like this idea that like, I'm letting, I'm setting everyone loose and that being a little bit kind of, I wouldn't say it's his flaw, but like a mistake a little bit anyway. Like, I guess what I'm saying is that like this whole time he, everyone's claiming they're, they did it all themselves. I built this company myself and I, and I, 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 this publishing house is all my hard work or the daughter-in-law, like the skincare product is all my hard work and whatever. Right. When really it's not, they've all been helped by Christopher Plummer. And, and this idea that like, no one's really does everything by themselves. And so this idea that everyone, they should be cut off is also a little bit, you know, disingenuous because ultimately, you know, none of us are doing anything by ourselves. We're all being supported by other people, but it wasn't him. It
2: wasn't the support that he was trying to win them off of. It was the reliance is what it was. Right. I mean, he, he flat out says he's a couple of times throughout the movie. Right. He's like, I never gave them a chance to really fail. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think that's important the way he kind of frames it, I
1: guess to me, it's maybe this kind of entitled this idea. They, they feel like they are mistaking, like, the gifts they've been given and the the privileges they have, which is not a bad thing, but they've mistaken it for, you know, their something they've they've built themselves. Yeah. As opposed right, to an yeah. entitlement. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Just some more thoughts that I think that is what's really, in, again, just layers on this film. Why I think this is just like as as fun and awesome as it is, is a fun murder mystery. Those things also just add to the just the richness of the whole experience for me. Oh, also the detectives. I really like the two detectives. Oh, yeah, they were the great.
0: Uh, um, Darius – well, not D- – well, yeah, Darius from Atlanta. I don't know how to say his first name. Yeah. But, yeah, that guy was great. Uh, and then the other detective who was just like a fanboy, <laughs> yeah. he was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, you always gotta have to, yeah, have to have one of those kind of guys in these kind of movies, right? The, the kind of the the dope, <laughs> yeah. But he's funny.
1: Well, yeah. I, they're both extremes. You have him who's like ba- the the whole romantic ideal of law and like you know investigation and law enforcement and like oh, it's everything is grand and romantic and yeah. like right playing into. And then you have the or whatever his character's name who's just very much like just I don't yeah. This is the law. This is the facts. Let's just get through it. Like it's very procedural, just like bare bones truth
2: type of stuff. So in the beginning when they were interviewing them again and Daniel Craig was in the back hitting the piano key, was he just hitting Mm -hmm. it every time they lied? That's what
1: I was thinking. but I would have
2: to go back and watch that because I was like, oh,
1: is this – it never really comes back. At least not that I know of that that I could –
0: I kept expecting that to come
1: back, but it never did. Yeah. Um, But that's what I was thinking. It's like is he doing it when he knows they lie? But I don't remember specifically when he was like remembering. I don't remember when he – tapped it so i can't tell for sure right or if it was something else that he was doing it
2: or by. like a contradiction to another story or yeah something like that yeah i was wondering about that i also wish uh the baseball kind of came back in a bigger way i think the baseball ended up just being a trade-off for the the wood and then i don't remember ever seeing the baseball again
0: yeah i'm not sure well, she puts
1: it on the stand at the end Jamie
0: Lee Curtis does. Right, she returns oh, yeah, she it. She returns it yeah. to where it started. But yeah, there's which brings her back to the mad. letter. I guess is I guess, because yeah. John Johnson throws the le- the ball outside the window. Oh, okay, okay. The film and then she brings it back. So to where it's where it long because she knows where it belongs. And then she oh, yeah. yeah. So it, yeah. All right. Mm. It's a little side quest. <laughs>
2: it was a good movie. I liked it. I had a fun time. It was.
1: Yeah, it was great. Uh, yeah. Uh, i would say it's probably my favorite like plot i think it's one of the best plotted movies i've seen this year or of this year like i don't know if that means necessarily but i just felt like it was just brilliantly crafted in terms of the plotting of it and the revelation and like each each scene each beat progressing things ramping up the tension it it all making sense tying back together like i don't know just like all the things that involve and are involved in that aspect but uh yeah good times
0: yeah great times
1: Go see Knives Out, everyone. You'll have fun. Except if you haven't seen it and then you listen to our podcast, why did you do that? We just ruined the whole movie we for you. We warned you, you, you against idiots. doing so. Jesus. Um, but if you have seen it and then listen to our podcast, good for you. <laughs> you followed the rules. And you're rewarded with um, an email. Because we got an email from a listener. <sighs> oh,
2: boy. From oh boy. so long ago.
1: And I'm going to read it. Unless you guys have any more final thoughts uh, on
2: it. So.
1: No, let's hear the email, eh? All right so this email was actually sent a couple weeks ago but since we (laughs) haven't done an episode um this is from a good friend of mine sam stovald by the way go check out marvel star wars explorers um he hosts podcasts that i have frequently guested on um they talk about old marvel star wars comic books and it's great um so go listen they just covered the return of the jedi adaptation um that adaptation's not very good, but the episodes of this podcast are great. Anyways, his letter says, though, um, the subject is Sonic. His letter says, Hello, Yumchunkers. I don't know how willing you'd be, how, be to do an entire bonus episode for it again, but you at least got to spend some chunk fire time discussing. The, discussing the Sonic trailer redesign, I hope you oh, chart yeah. the movie's long, strange journey all the way until its release and put out an hour-long bonus episode. Signed, a Sonic Stan. But then he follows up right, uh, quickly with P.S. Just to get you guys thinking, put on your foil hats and ask yourself if this whole thing was just an excuse to get people to hate this movie just so they could then see the revisited version and like it way more than they would than they otherwise would have. So, yeah, thanks, Sam. Thanks for the email. And, yeah, I mean, we haven't talked about that, partially because we haven't done an episode since that new trailer. Let's dropped. talk about it without Chewie here. Well, I was going to say, we. I do kind of want to get Chewie's take, but we should still discuss. Um, and we will have an episode out shortly, everyone, um, about Frozen 2 in the coming days. So we'll, we will have another one out soon with Chewie. So we'll get his take on that Sonic stuff on that episode. But while we're here... Yeah, what do you guys think about the new Sonic trailer?
2: I mean, he definitely looks a lot better. <laughs> but, I mean, him looking better doesn't change the plot or anything. Well, <laughs> the, the thing is that they redes- <laughs>
1: but it, but it was more, like, obviously the character redesign, but they re... Did the whole trailer like it wasn't a, like well they
2: just they they responded to the feedback what people liked and didn't like right it it's alone in the music choice of the yeah. trailer right they they got the feedback about using Gangsters Paradise and so they went with something a little more poppy and fun that you know has been working for like the Guardians of the Galaxy and everything like it I I it's the same movie different looking Sonic and all they did was sell it in a different wrapper.
1: I mean, it's without having seen the finished product, it's hard to say definitively, right? I guess we can't, right? But it does definitely feel like they're pitching a different movie with this thing, with the new trailer.
0: Yeah, I think if this is the first thing we saw of it, I would be more optimistic. But I, obviously, I can never truly say that knowingly because yeah. <laughs> it's Sonic. In <laughs> um, this, well, yeah. So I'm more optimistic than I was. I can say that much. But again, maybe. Maybe he has a point. Maybe uh, I've convinced myself of that, or the, or the rather, the studio has convinced me of that based on their clever, I mean, scheming.
1: Yeah, it's not that. I mean, it, like, at what lengths? What, like, would I would have put it past the studio to do that? Like, it seems silly, but, but is it?
0: It's like the it's film like, it's, is more, it's,
1: it's yeah. The th- film is way more of a thing now than it would have been. Other like, if they just came out with this trailer. And you're like, oh, you see the Easy Sonic trailer? Yeah, it looks like it might be kind of good. But after months of this, I mean, quote-unquote controversy, <laughs> I don't know I feel like that is kind of, I don't know, diminishing that word. But, uh, yeah. um, and, like, it is now, I guarantee the film will make more money because of all of these things than it would have if they didn't release the earlier trailer. Yeah, it... it, it
0: It's I don't know it's it's a Uh, weird it's fascinating to think about because it would have to be a major cover up right because anyone that worked on the film yeah if 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 you're the character designer how do you
1: quiet everyone yeah like (laughs) like what executive told
0: the executive went down to the the art designer and said hey make him look terrible. Uh, what yeah. You know, yeah no make him look stupid that way you know like i can't imagine yeah. that conversation like, yeah taking how place. do you
1: even pitch that whole like because you also have to have like okay here's our deadlines here's what so our first deadline the fake sonic okay we do we have the fake Sonic <laughs> design ready to go yeah okay all right now uh, next like yeah i don't know how you even break that down. but like if you told that to a team and told them like we're gonna make more money Uh, sure like what What if
2: this is secretly a sonic generations movie (laughs) and both sonics are still in the movie
1: Oh, that's no. the big twist! Is that they're both in the movie? That would be amazing. <laughs> that they're like both versions of Sonic, or and they didn't redesign anything. Yeah. I would give them full credit. All the credit, if that was the truth. All right, you get, you, get movie, best, two you get best. You get best
2: picture for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Automatic. All right, so you won the meta game. You did everything. That would be brilliant. And the movie could suck still, but. Um, yeah, no i mean I I still echo what I kind of said earlier like when we actually talked about it is that I, I still bristle at it because to me it's it's um movie making uh um beta movie making or open you know what's the what's the word I'm thinking of um crowd video games no when game when a game is um playable before it's actually out kind of in beta way. alpha yeah but it's like an open beta open beta basically okay it's open beta movie making. It's just like, hey, here's our product, but we don't have to like, like we're getting our feedback before actually having the product out. Like, I mean,
0: isn't that what a focus group kind of is?
1: Well, yeah, and that's what I was talking on that episode. I talked about my dislike of focus groups, but yeah, oh, yeah. That, but it's just like, but a focus group with the entire world. Like, it's not a focus group anymore. You're just like, <laughs> what if,
0: what <laughs> if it get like it is revealed that this actually was a conspiracy you know a tri- or a meta marketing yeah. scheme and then other studios are like hmm that's actually a good idea let's just release <laughs> yeah. the entire film get the yeah. feedback from all audiences <laughs> yeah. just remake it and make even more money this wait, time.
2: wait what if that's already happened
0: i mean what if it has what
2: if snyder
1: cut what if that, cut, that is like,
2: exactly what if that is what justice league is
1: That is, I guarantee. Okay, that Snyder cut. I don't know if you guys, I know Chris, you are. Ryan, you're probably aware that they're supposedly going to release the Snyder cut. Oh, I've heard of of that. Hey, he just posted, Zack Snyder just
2: posted a picture of the film. He's like, I, I know have this film.
1: We know, but it's all marketing. It's not a real <laughs> thing. There was no, it is a thing now because the studio knows it can make money. So, of course, they're going to buy into this. Like, oh, yeah, you mean we could sell this movie again? Yeah, sure, whatever. There's a Snyder Cut. Yeah, whatever you want to say. No, that's not how movie making works. You don't, like, there was not another alternate version of this movie before it came out. That, like, that's BS. Well, I mean, in this know, case,
2: there kind of was.
1: No there was there was a rough cut but it, like movie making is you basically take the dailies you put it in a you know, a real rough timeline that doesn't. That's not yeah, but I mean, that's the film that Zack is. Snyder
2: was making is definitely not the film that Josh Whedon ended up cutting.
1: I'm just saying that sh- he might have had different plans or whatever. Sure, but the what he cut, there was no like file on Zack Snyder's computer that was like an edited finished version of the movie. That was here's my cut, guys. Well, I don't think that's what, what anybody.
2: I don't think that's what anybody is expecting. I don't think they were like. Oh, he just has a finished version of the movie, post CG. You know, I guarantee no. that. I feel what a like lot most people are, are like, okay, he shot the scenes he needed. He has what he needs to finish the movie. If you know, in this case, he would need more money for CGI and stuff. But
1: okay, so that's what I'm saying when you say when people are like release the Snyder cut, really, that, there's there's no that's, that's that's like saying release a better version of the movie that doesn't exist yet. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That I want that for every bad movie. Like, what do you want? Like, let's, okay, great. That there's no conspiracy, is what I'm saying. There's no conspiracy to hide the quote unquote. Snyder Anyways, cut.
2: release the Snyder Cut. This
1: took a tangent. So <laughs> release.
2: Well, I mean, this is more important than Sonic <laughs> for sure because I, I want really to. I want to see the Snyder Cut. All right, I was all in on that Zack Snyder DC universe
1: that's fine i'm not even whatever that I, all i'm saying is that it's it's the marketing teams that are completely running
2: like the Zack snyder cut <laughs> was listed as 214 <laughs> minutes that makes it longer than the irishman
1: no it's not is it the irishman three and a half hours oh how many minutes is that that's i guess it is well it's two hours 210 minutes Well, there you go. I don't know. Are you saying that like it's a good thing?
2: (laughs) That's how you know it's great.
1: Uh, That movie is just a theme park, right, Chris? (laughs) I would be
2: all right with that. Uh, I just want to watch that freaking movie, all right? (laughs) Obviously, what we got was not what was initially intended.
1: Yeah. Okay, whatever. We'll leave it there. We'll let the audience decide. If you have thoughts about Sonic the Hedgehog trailer, the Zack the Snyder cut of the Justice League, don't tell us—we don't care. But <laughs> I care. <laughs> okay, email I Chris. Care. Just email Chris. Then um, I don't know what your email is, Chris. You, can, you know, just go find him online. Um, we'll dox him so you guys can find out. Um, <laughs> but if you want to ask us or talk to us about other things and movies um, or shows uh, or your thoughts on Knives Out, please, please, please write in at. Um, What's her email? At at yumchunks at gmail.com. And even though, okay, also, we over the summer, we promised a big reward after we got our fifth email, but under the stipulation that we can't have repeat emails. And Sam had already emailed us, so sorry, Sam. You don't count. (laughs) I'm just pissing off all my friends. Sorry, everyone. Um, But it's the holidays, so maybe we'll, we'll get a new writer in her, and we'll have a big holiday extravaganza. Probably not, but who knows? Um, but yeah, uh, so write in or Facebook us. You could also listen to us on all podcasting devices and and services.
2: All the Is this de- still a thing? Yeah,
1: podcast. I mean,
2: <laughs> yeah, are they still a thing? The
1: machines haven't taken over yet, so um, you can still listen to humans talk about movies. Until, how do they until know over.
2: we're humans? How do they? How can they know we're not? Advanced AI.
1: Maybe we are the machines that took over for a prim- even more primitive race of hedgehogs true. that ran fast. Have you
2: ever? Have you ever done the Terminator thing where you just kind of like cut your arm, <laughs> feel and, back the stand? I think you're did, right. I haven't done it. It's the only hair. way to be yeah. sure. I know what I'm
1: doing <laughs> after I stop recording. <laughs> Uh well thanks everyone for listening and yeah bye everybody tune in soon for our frozen 2 episode which should be coming out in the next couple days this week ideally um and have a good um season winter season and end of fall happy holidays okay
2: <laughs> sorry are we, are we are we clapping are we clapping everyone
1: the slow Stop, slow okay oh, yeah, i guess
2: Go,
0: this has been After the Credits
1: <laughs> A Young Chunks Podcast.
0: Miracle's on Disney Plus. I did
2: watch Remember the Titans
0: on Does it have a slow clap?
2: No
0: Watch Miracle has the best slow clap scene.